Hey, good morning, everybody. It is Monday, March 15th. We're halfway through this month, if you can believe it. I know, it's the Ides of March. How long have you been waiting for this? Caesar! How many, how many puns do you have in store for us today? Oh, you know what? I didn't, uh, I didn't, I, I was trying to come up with some puns. I actually tried 10 different ones to see if they would work, but no pun intended. Nope. <laughs> good one. All right, well, you Thanks. have a whole 30-second bumper song here to uh, come up with something better than that. You're listening to the Realty Brothers Podcast with Matthew Atwood and Michael Atwood. There is so much changing in the marketplace on a daily basis, and real estate is clearly something that affects everyone. So whether you're a seasoned industry expert or simply curious on the topic of housing, this is your one-stop shop for tips, tricks, insider knowledge, and encouragement for the entrepreneur in all of us. Cool. I didn't come up with anything. Ah, shucks. Well, okay. Uh, it's a beautiful day. Uh, we were spoiled with a beautiful weekend here. And then I, I'm just feeling that the the snow's coming back. Right? Like, this is false you, spring. Is it? Is I, it coming back? Do you know that? I don't know that. I'm just putting it out there into the world because I'm wise. Huh. Well, I'm yes, hoping because 50% the sun chance is- of snow. What? Dude, when? <laughs> this is just the life that we have. Anyway, I'm super excited because we have another guest joining us today. Um, and nice. I, a, as we do in good fashion, um, Matt, you have no idea who this person is. And so you have to try to figure it out based on these clues. Do I have any clue music? I don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. I need like the Jeopardy theme song. That would be fun. Okay. <clears throat> clue number one. This person is a pianist. Okay. Uh, mystery guest, would you like to elaborate on on your skill or favorite um, pastimes on the piano? Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, my skill level, I would say, is uh, not not advanced, uh, but definitely above beginner. Nice. Nice. Uh, my, uh, my favorite song to play on the piano would probably be The Entertainer. The, that's a real Scott Joplin. Yeah. <laughs> that's always a fun one. <laughs> uh, All right. Okay. Uh, clue number two. Um, mystery guest is also an avid hockey player. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of I kind of knew the hockey thing. I didn't know the piano thing. Ah. Sh- okay. So you know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's Trent. Of course it is. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, yeah. Trent Van Oort, <laughs> welcome to Thank you play for the piano. Yeah, I, most people are caught off guard when I, uh, if I'm showing a house and there's an old piano and I just, you know, play a quick tune, most people are caught off, by, off guard by that. So, wow. It's a lot of fun. Do you have one in your home? Uh, you know, I don't. My dad keeps trying to get me to take, uh, take the one that's at his house. Um, but I have a small home and I have four small children. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I just it. don't want, I don't want it. Yeah. You don't hate yourself that much. Right. I get it. <laughs> Plus there's something about it's like nice as they are. Old pianos are beautiful until you have to move them. And then it's yep. suddenly not worth any joy you could have ever gotten. <laughs> yeah. My father-in-law gave us uh, his, his keyboard, his electric 
piano, right? And yeah. um, the kids don't realize, even though I've told them every single time, that to turn it on, you don't have to press the button and turn <laughs> the knob all the way up. Like they, they will not play it unless it's at full blast volume. They don't. And I'm like, no, you can listen to it here. No, I don't like that. So does like, it have uh, does it have those weighted keys? It does. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. those are nice. Yeah. But uh, it also has a headphone jack, but the kids also refuse to use that. So. Yeah, exactly. See, I thought Lucky you were going to talk about because <laughs> you had a real piano before. I did. And it was 3000 pounds. And I thought you were going to say your kids wow. didn't realize that you didn't have to turn it on. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is the culture that we're in. Children, it just it just works. There isn't an on button. Have you heard the the whole like ask a kid to to use their hands like they're making miming taking a picture? Have you heard of this thing? No. No. I've started seeing it on the internet and and you you go to your kids and say using just your hands, show me taking a picture. Yeah. Right? What do you both do, right? You make like a box with your fingers and yep. then you push the top with one of your index fingers, yeah, right? Yeah. I I saw this online. I was like, there's no way. Of course, I immediately ran to, to my two older kids and I was like, with just your hands, show me taking a picture. They immediately held one hand as if holding a phone <laughs> vertically and then pushed right into the center of their palm as if they were just pushing <laughs> no! the shutter button. That's terrible. So did they hold it out like a selfie or were they? No, no, no. Like, <laughs> no. Oh, okay. They made a duck face back they at duck it. duck face, yeah. <laughs> uh, no. So try this on your kids. I mean, you know, it. I was just like, no way. Like that's their perception of taking a picture. And even though we don't take pictures that way anymore by, you know, the shutter thing, that's still just what's ingrained in our head is that's what you mime when you take a picture, you know? So mm -hmm. anyway, totally off subject, but I thought that's that was like hilarious. one of those things where like the save button, you know, is a floppy disk, but nobody in in the younger <laughs> generation knows what a floppy disk is. That's They're just right. kind of like, I don't know, yeah. that's the save button, right? That's too good. Uh, anyway, anyway. Um, the last one I thought was fun is that he has enough children to officially join the Amish community. And <laughs> Matt, you almost are there, but yeah, I gave up. <laughs> See, that's what we talk you know, about my, relentless real estate agents. Right. <laughs> I gave up. My uh my brother-in-law, who's a little bit older than me, uh, when I started having children, he said, you know, Trent, when you have three kids, other families still invite you over to their house. And then when you have four children, you get less invites to dinner parties or you know, whatever. And and then um, when you have five kids, because he has five children, he says, nobody ever invites you over anymore. So uh, we thought, okay, we better to tone it down and, and just stop at four, because I still want to get invited to people's homes. <laughs> I just thought that was kind of fun. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I, I, um, I would say for those of you listening, if you are considering having children, you really should. They, they yeah. are just such a joy. And it, it, I laugh every single day at the stuff they come up with. Um, your first kid is like your heart outside of your chest. It's just this amazing experience. Second kid is like, you know, a little bit, you know, of not quite that experience, but, but still like so great. And then by the third, you're like, who are you? <laughs> what, when was your birthday again? I forgot. <laughs> No, <laughs> that's yeah. too much. Anyway. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. I think I've said this before. Yeah. Um, every time I just see a pregnant person, it completely blows my mind. Like completely. <laughs> they are 
growing bones. Bones. It's, it's weird. Inside yes. their body. With their body, they're growing bones. That's witchcraft, basically. <laughs> you know, after my wife uh, and I had our first child, like in the delivery room, I remember thinking, wow, uh, I need to get my mom something extra special <laughs> for Mother's Day. Like, I totally have yeah. been missing the boat. I did not realize, like, until you experience it firsthand, it's just like you can't even fathom you know, like what your mom has done for you is pretty special. It's yeah, yeah, I agree. It was, it was pretty amazing. But at the same time, I'm watching her stomach like move, like there's an alien in there. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, okay, like this is super cute and sweet, but also what? <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> and you even imagine, and no, we can't, we we're can't. three dudes. We have no idea and we'll never have okay, any but idea, science but... has come so far. Like medical technology has come so far and this is still what you, what you got to do. Right. Yeah. I don't yeah. understand. Yeah. One of my favorite, um, like podcasters and, uh, vloggers and whatever, they're expecting a baby right now. Um, and it's their third and they decided that instead of getting annoyed or upset or grossed out or whatever, about all the, things that happen it, they're just going to talk about it and then finish with isn't that cute so anyway my hemorrhoids are really bad right now and, oh isn't that cute <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Uh, okay yeah. on to uh actual things so one of our yes. our go-to uh subjects is to talk about not sponsored these are the brands businesses or things that really should be paying us sponsorships to be mentioned on this podcast, but don't because um, we're not nearly that important. Uh, (laughs) So if I were to uh, say mine for, oh my God, I just looked up at the wall and there's a spider. Now you got to burn your house down. Yeah, Time you know, to move, guys, it's Michael. been real. It's Time been real. <laughs> <laughs> I get that, that, what is that, Aptive spray outside? Yes. Okay. And I was just gloating to someone the other day, like, that's why there's never a spider in my house. <sighs> okay. Anyway, <clears throat> so see, this is what happens. It gets warm for a little bit, and out come the bugs. All right. Yep. Yep. Not sponsored. I am definitely not sponsored by that spider, but I, uh, the last couple weekends in a row i've been going out to the parade of homes all around the twin cities area nice. and like you'd think it would get old to you know being <laughs> like this is every day of the weekend on the weekend like i don't know maybe let's look at some houses right <laughs> um, but it does it and there's so many cool things and it's like really interesting to see what's new and upcoming so that's my that's my not sponsored this week the parade of homes also i've nice. given them five dollars now to get into the dream home so many times uh, <laughs> the same one? No, always a different one. Oh. I mean, I would go back. Okay. Some of them were that yeah. impressive, but I think it goes to charity or something. It doesn't really okay. go to them. It's a good cause. Uh, and I saw, I saw some really cool stuff. Like, are they, are they still doing the indoor basketball courts, or is that like a last year thing? That's I haven't seen very many sport courts this year. No. Okay. I have seen now a lot more this year indoor saunas. Mm. like but all glass sauna and a lot of sauna excuse me (laughs) yeah and a lot of home gyms that's the trick i think especially with the pandemic people yeah uh they're making their home their rec space that's really displaying your wealth because finding home gym equipment has been kind of tough yeah you're into lifting weights and stuff which i'm not but people have told me uh, yeah, you can't find equipment. You can't. That's true. That's a real. F- oh, that's a good pun because isn't that called flexing? 
Like yes, right. <laughs> weird flex. <laughs> That's right? a weird flex. I, I have to tell you, my my wife joined a Peloton Facebook group because she's she's like, should we get one? They're super expensive, but you know, my wife is she works out a hundred times a day. Like she just whatever. So she's like, yeah. should, you know, I, I'm back and forth on if I should get one. So she asks to join this private group of Peloton owners and uh, she gets accepted in and she's like, Hey everybody, I'm just wondering, you know, what are your thoughts on this? And, and she quickly realized that, that the Peloton owners are a different breed of people (laughs) (laughs) because like, does it ever break down? Mine broke down the same day that my Bentley broke down. I was devastated. (laughs) Okay, cool. Yeah. So so funny. Not sponsored by Peloton either. After I drop off my kids at private school in their own cars, I get on my Peloton and I feel better. Whatever. Yeah. So anyway, different uh, different group in that, that. Uh, Peloton group. But anyway. So so you don't have one yet? Or? We do not, no. Okay. I was like, you know, we could just go get an exercise bike and a TV. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You can stand in front of her and yell at her for the same effect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I used to, I'm not very good at that. This She's is great at it. Almost she unrelated, it. but uh, there was one day I hit myself in the eye with a weight because I'm really <laughs> what I'm really, really into it. I'm really fit, <laughs> as you can tell. I was like, I don't even know. I just somehow I black eyed myself. So anyway, nice. Then for a while, people were asking me like, "Oh, what happened to your eye? Did you get in a fight?" And I was like, "No, you pay extra for that at the gym. They're just gonna come yeah. and like deck you in the face." So did you think you were grabbing like a two pounder, but it was a, <laughs> just <flew. laughs> or what you, like, uh, yeah. How do you have that kind of strength? I, <laughs> it's like when you go for the, the gallon of milk at, that you think is full, but it's actually empty and you end up throwing it across a kitchen. Yeah. yeah. Just like it happens that. to you guys, right? Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, so I've got a good not sponsored. All right. Um, I'm actually, I, I'm sorry. I really, really tried to not make it about coffee again, but <laughs> it's going to be Starbucks again. It's been it for me before, and it's going to be it again because I just discovered a new drink, the Iced Brown Sugar Oat Milk oh, Shake and Espresso. It's so good. I've gotten that four times already. Listen. <laughs> right now. Listen. This is what I've Linda, got. Linda, listen. Uh, oh, it's so good. So good. So good. Wow. You have a yep. coffee grinder? No. I don't either. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I have an espresso machine. <laughs> I should just bring it into the office because I haven't used it here yet. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Then we can all enjoy it. And then Dan Baker can just spill it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As long as <laughs> so I'm not getting the blame for <laughs> yeah, spilling right. the coffee. Yeah. All right, Trent, what do you got for us? What is uh, your sponsor this week? I didn't know I had to have a, a sponsor. Well, like this is put on the spot. What? Yeah, figure it out. That's <laughs> what we do. <laughs> we make it up. Hmm. Well, I'm not going to sponsor uh, my iPhone because I couldn't find headphones for it today. But... Apple. And it's only because they changed the jack just every time well, to try to be confusing. Yeah, they used to give you a free mm-hmm. set of headphones, and then they just decided, okay, well, nobody uses those anyway, so let's not even put a headphone jack on there. And here we are. Honestly. 
Hold on. You're going to you're going to knock on my Not, favorite company on the planet yes. because you lost your <laughs> headphones? No, I I didn't get my free set. I wanted Oh, my, gotcha. What But now you I need a special my... set too. Like you can't just grab old headphones. You right. have to have like the lightning port or whatever headphones. And then they yeah. changed the charger now. So it, instead of going USB to lightning, it goes like whatever the new MacBook thing is to lightning and then I can't plug it into anything. Yeah. That's true. Or just get the AirPods. Yeah. I know. They should be free with my $1,200 phone. <laughs> That's true. Okay, fair. <laughs> That's true. Uh, you know I, what I want to hear right now? Phone. Is what? a scary jingle. Ooh. Like this one. Yes. <laughs> okay, great. I, I even hit the right button this time. Okay, so uh, <laughs> one of our favorite segments is to talk about real estate horror stories. And, in which... There's got to be some situation in in all of your years that you've been in a place that's haunted or that's a crime scene or that someone <laughs> like we just had one the other week where someone fell like uh what'd she say Matt I think it was uh final walkthrough the morning of closing yeah they yeah. fell outside and snapped their leg like bone outside yeah. the skin what? and couldn't yeah. go to closing <laughs> yeah. oh my God. this is insane so anyway we yeah. need to hear what your real estate horror story is going to be. <laughs> Hurry, tell us before he pushes that button again. <laughs> man, I feel like every year that you're in this business, like you think, oh, man, I've seen so much. And then that next year, <laughs> you, something even worse happens. It's always weirder. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, well, and you mentioned broken leg. I have a closing actually today that the seller wanted to push the closing back. Um because they were going to go on vacation. They were going to go on this ski trip. I don't know where, in the Rocky Mountains somewhere. Well, he just texted me like two days ago. Does my wife have to come to sign the paperwork? Because she broke her leg in two spots and doesn't want to come. I'm like, oh, my God. Should have signed before. No. um, (laughs) Is this like a horror story thing? Like, you want to hear a ghost story? Whatever you got. It can be scary, (laughs) sad, gory, (laughs) unfortunate, inappropriate, whatever you (laughs) All of the above. Yeah. (laughs) Like the scariest uh, that I I think I've ever been showing a house. I had a customer that wanted to buy um, a bed and breakfast. So whenever you, you know, she was, she was even looking into turning a home into a bed and breakfast. So naturally like Hmm. all these large old homes, you know, she wanted to look at and she found one. Um, It was this beautiful queen Anne Victorian home. Um, and it was, it must've been a mansion when it was built. Cause it was like 7,000 square feet. It was just, it was a great house, Nice. but, uh, these older homes don't have a lot of natural light and, uh, they have a lot of dark woodwork. So when you're in these homes all by yourself, it's, you know, it's kind of eerie. Mm-hmm. And so I went to show this home and I got there extra early cause I wanted to check it out before my customer got there. And I'm kind of walking through the house and I'm going up this really cool, curved staircase and i'm just looking at all the intricate woodwork on the banister and i noticed this um stained glass window like halfway up the stairs so i was just like looking at that and i was like this place is so cool my client's gonna love it and all of a sudden i'm standing there on the staircase and i can just feel something looking at me oh my god and and you know this house is vacant nobody's there so i'm just like so you kind of do that slow, like head turn and out of the corner of my eye, I see this white silhouette and I'm like, oh my gosh. So I quick turn 
And it was just like so startling. I just kind of jumped back. And here up at the top of the stairs in this open, it's got like this open balcony, is a mannequin dressed in a wedding dress staring oh, down the gosh. staircase. And it's like, <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? Like, did the seller put this here intentionally? Or oh, like, is this just like for staging? Like, I I don't know, but <laughs> I've never been so scared. For like three seconds, it was just like, I'm here alone and there is something up there. Oh my um, gosh. So then uh, when my client came, I was like, do I not tell them? And you know, watch their reaction. Like, you know, what do I do? And in the end, I, I wanted them to buy the house. So I warned them. Uh, but I just, I just, I'd never been so scared going up those stairs. Well, it would have been really awesome if you're like, okay, just a heads up. You're going to walk up those stairs. You're going to see a mannequin in a wedding dress. And they're like, oh my gosh, that's so creepy. And then they walk up, they're like, what mannequin? There's no mannequin in a wedding <laughs> dress. There's no mannequin? What are you talking about? No. Uh, I hate that. Uh, Wow. Yeah. Oh, I just got the heebie-jeebies a little bit. Yeah, seriously. Ugh. It's like, but you know, you do have that that just weird feeling. Like every single time you shut off the lights in your basement, and then you just tear up the stairs super fast. You guys all yeah. see yes. that, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, there's something down here with me now. Oh. Did I tell you? Ugh. I don't know if I told you this. So I have a security system on my house, and it loves to be, just mess with me. Yeah. Um, and anytime a door opens, the thing will chirp, you know? Right. And uh, I was, there's been a couple times actually where I'm like laying in bed, just about to go to sleep, and I hear beep, beep, beep. And I'm like, what? <laughs> there's no one else in the house. What is happening? Oh my gosh. I get so freaked out, and I go check, and nothing's open. Uh, doesn't make any sense. And then my garage door does it too now, where I'll get like, uh, I get a notification to my phone when my garage door opens. And so I'll randomly just get a, a alert that says, Oh, garage door opened. Hmm. No one's. And it didn't like, I, I can be in my office, which is right next to the garage and, and see that it's not open, but someone's really trying to freak me out out there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I would. I Somebody. Would or, yeah. <laughs> Somebody they've passed Someone. on many decades yes. ago, Someone. but <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, okay. <clears throat> I would say it's the old owners of the house, but I feel like yours is new. So it was new. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean it wasn't built on top of a burial ground. There you go. Yeah. A pet cemetery. Probably oh, don't say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'd um, rather mini pet that's house. worse. The mini dachshund pet cemetery. <laughs> that should have been my not sponsored. I'm wearing my wiener dog hoodie today. It has just wiener dogs all over it in various colors and um, <laughs> positions of play. So hmm. whenever I wow. break this bad boy out, I know it's going to be a good day. Uh, wow. <laughs> anyway. So, okay. Okay. Right. So I'm, I want to talk I'm just about... trying to picture this. So you're going to have to take a picture of that and post it on our, um, on our, uh, Instagram or something. Yeah. Cause I, I need to picture what this, this hoodie looks like. <laughs> it's very, it's very fashion forward. Um, nonetheless. Yeah. Okay. So something I wanted to talk about, uh, there's been more and more talk growing interest and waning interest in, um, I buyers. Right. Uh, and we've seen it, obviously the two biggest players, open door and Zillow, um, that are essentially buying homes sight unseen, just online only. Right. 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 Um, and this article just came out announcing that 
The two largest players, Open Door and Zillow, have lost a total of six hundred and seven million dollars in twenty twenty. What? Yeah, I don't Isn't that and then I was like, well, is this like based on their tax returns? Because it's probably flubbed. No, it's not. This is real info. Um, they actually did uh, thorough research. Um, this was released by National Association of Realtors. Um, and that actually, so where was the number? Th- that was their 2020 number. La- the year before, in 2019, it was $650 million. So what a great improvement. Right. They, yeah. they only lost $607 million. If they spread it across all of the properties bought and sold, they lose an average of forty grand per transaction. Wow. The sellers do? No, the, the Zillow or Open Door. Oh, gotcha. Isn't that insane? Yeah. How is this a thing? And um, one now of the... sell Zillow stock. I know. I, I yeah. don't understand. <laughs> you know, I... A lot of the the convenience, or maybe the, arguably the only convenience of selling to an iBuyer program, is uh, that it's it's quick and convenient, right? Um, you don't have to put it on the market. You don't have to have showings, even though in this market, um, that's kind of not a thing anymore. <laughs> At this point, uh, people and sellers are probably realizing that they have much better chances of a quick sale, maybe a quicker sale, and more money just going on the market rather than taking that quick, easy, sure thing. You yeah, know? absolutely. I was I was just saying that the other day. I was like, I I, I wonder if Zillow is going uh oh <laughs> with the inventory dropping the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, less than half the homes on, coming onto the market uh, than there were last year, and last year wasn't great. Um, but who's gonna be like, yes, I need an instant offer because I don't think my house is gonna sell. Exactly. Like, you put your house on the market, you're gonna get it sold in like an hour. Everything's going multiple <laughs> offer yeah. same day. Uh, I mean, that's yeah. quicker than the, I'm sure Zillow CEOs can get back to you <laughs> on, your, Probably, on your sale. Yeah. Uh, just kidding. But uh, <laughs> so anyway, it's one of the, the questions here. Obviously, that's not a sustainable business model to be losing 600 to $650 million a year. Um, they just must be worth so much, so much money that that's, that's okay. Uh, but in order to recoup some of this now they're going to be re-looking at um like how they can downplay renovation expenses how they can increase service fees increase and other ancillary fees to the client and this is all coming back to the people who are trying to get the convenience in the first place right yeah exactly. so it's like here you thought you were doing i don't know you're like oh i'm just gonna sell it to zillow because it's quick and easy and and I mean, to be fair, it's probably advertised, well, there's no real estate commission or there's minimized real estate commission or whatever it happens to be. But now there's this fee, that fee, whatever on top of it. I've seen it, even though it's not commission, it's a buyer's premium and it's equal to 6% of the purchase price. Well, great. (laughs) You got to advertise zero commission. There's just something else that you're calling it. Um, So anyway, and I don't know if that should just be a big old buyer beware. We have a a pretty good partnership with an iBuyer program. Um, if someone really wants to go that route, but the benefit is that it's still with our company as well so that we can say, Hey, look, here's the offer from an iBuyer. Here's what I think we could list and sell for today. Right. And, and the awesome part with that too, is it's like you, you don't have the 24 hours to decide like you do with click yes or no. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, do you take it or not? Um, it's like, what is it, Michael? It's like three months or something. Yeah. I want to say it was 90 days. So you can actually put your house on the market and 
try to sell it on the market. And if it isn't, then you just take the iBuyer after three months. Like it, it's awesome. What I always think is just kind of silly is the um, people who are like, well, Zillow says my house is worth this, right? Because that really super accurate Zillow thing, yeah. uh, that Zestimate thing. And like, well, it says it's worth this. And it just I just wanted to be like, what, what did Zillow love about your house? Oh, they've yeah. never been there ever. Yeah. <clears throat> Duh. <laughs> Duh. You, you know the, anyway. the people that the people that I encounter that are most curious in these types of programs feel that their home has a lot of defects, and they're just worried that it's not going to sell, or they're going to have to do a lot of work to get it to sell. And I'll tell you what: in the market that we've had, especially this spring. Homes that would not sell even just one year ago are selling in multiple offers despite mm-hmm. all of their defects um, this spring. And there's such a shortage of homes that buyers, they know that there's defects. They are okay with these defects because they understand, hey, I need a home. I don't want to be homeless. I am okay with doing some projects around the house. And so, mm-hmm. you know, for those people who, who are worried that, hey, I got to fix my home home up or invest some money into my house just to get it sold. Like that does not seem to be the case um, as of today. Right. So I, that's- I'm so glad you brought that up though, because I, I think you hit the nail on the head. Like the majority of people who are selling to like a Zillow and open door iBuyer are the ones that are like, oh, my house needs so much work. Okay. I'll just sell it to you because you haven't seen it. And you know, okay, great. Right. But then Zillow and Open Door, they turn around and then try to sell the house. Right. <laughs> so it's like, hey, everybody, come check <laughs> yeah. us out if you're looking for a massive project. <laughs> right. Well, and I've had uh, my own uh, customers or clients who, who are curious about selling their house. They've called me and they, they've said, hey, we feel like my home needs work. Can you come tell me what it needs? And just because I do have a lot of relationships with investors and I myself sometimes have become an investor, I will give them a fully transparent uh, market analysis that says, if you put uh, $1,500 to $5,000 in your home, this is what I think it would sell for. If you did nothing, this is what I think we could sell it for. And oh, by the way, if you just want to sell it, I'll buy it for this price. And, and then I think people can see, oh, wow. Um, Hey, it's worth the extra fifteen hundred to five thousand dollars to maximize our potential. Or you know what? Let Trent buy it or his investor buy it, um, mm-hmm. and then we don't have to worry about it. But at least it's yeah. a fully transparent. Like this is, this is what we think can happen, um, and then people are just able to make their own educated, uh, you know, decision based on that. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's so relentless. So relentless. <laughs> I think so relentless. I think the important tidbit from this is that we used to be in such a difficult market in that it was like, what are you doing to make your house just a little bit better than the competitor? Because there was inventory, right? Right, right. And now, I mean, please, maybe do something, <laughs> right? Can, but, can we pick up those clothes off the just, floor yeah. before the photographer yeah. comes the, through? No, it'll sell anyway. <laughs> but seriously, uh, I read a meme the other day that said, you know, in today's market, um, if you're looking, if you find your dream house and your partner doesn't like it, it's easier to find a new partner. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's, that's actually true. And then I told my wife that. <laughs> I showed my wife a house yesterday and she's like, I love it. And I'm like, I don't. Yeah. So, sorry. Yeah. In this market, it's, it's easier to replace you, Trent. I'm sorry. Yes. Yep. 
Yep, that's kind of true. Yep, how many people are? I, I, Sedge uh, Twenty One also put out a um a meme themselves that was like, uh, people keep asking what the market's like or what the housing market's oh, yeah. like. You're, you remember l- last year this time when it was r- impossible to find any toilet paper? It's kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly like that. Like yeah. before you wanted like that extra special quilted Northern or whatever brand. <laughs> and right. then now it's like, oh, that Biden bulk bathroom uh, paper, I'll take it. Whatever. Yeah, there's one on the yeah. shelf. It's mine. Right. <laughs> Not and to I'll get pay too weird. asking price. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I went, my wife was like, good thing we shop at Sam's because we were pretty stocked on, on toilet paper. And we're like, so this will only last like a week or so, but it kept going and going. Right. So she's like, Hey, if you're at the grocery store or somewhere, just, just keep checking every, anytime you go to see if there's toilet paper. Cause at some point we're going to run out. And I was like, you know what I'm noticing is all the paper products are missing. Toilet paper, <laughs> paper towel, napkins, right? So like people are like, okay, let's just resort to, you know, the the brawny. Ew. You know? And all the plumbers are just like exactly because yeah. they have to deal with this. How far it's do you like, stretch that? Like yeah. coffee filters or Oh my god. I didn't gosh. think of that. That's great. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, let's move on from that real fast. Um so uh, each week we've been talking about the uh, the Century 21 Brilliant Basics, right? So these are the uh, the things that Century 21 came up with as the the ten things that set us apart as people. Not necessarily the tools and the systems and all these really great technological things that we've done to empower our agents, but just the the way our agents are and the way our agents need to be, right? So um, it's more experiential than transactional, and it's all about defying mediocrity and delivering the extraordinary experience. Uh, so we are on number six this week, which is I give 121% every time. It says, I have a client-centric commitment to always delivering excellence, even in the most difficult situations, and making defy, me- uh, defy mediocrity my norm. I go the extra mile and give 121% as a thought leader and passionate go-getter to surpass my clients' expectations. So um, I want to hear from you, Trent. On, uh, I mean, I, we already kind of did. It's like, hey, here's what uh, – I'll buy your house yeah. for, you, for crying out loud. <laughs> oh, by the way, you say, I'll you also should introduce, it. You should also introduce <laughs> uh, uh, Trent a little bit. All we gave was his name. Oh, that's true. Uh, Trent oh. is one of our agents. All right. Great. So. Next. Um, <laughs> Trent's been uh, been uh, with us for what was six years or no? It's gotta years? be ten years. Now. Time flies. Ten year. Ten Michael years. Michael and I kind of started, started right around, right around twenty eleven. Two thousand eleven. Yeah. Eleven. Oh my yep. gosh. I could have swore it was like fourteen or fifteen. I'm sorry. It's just no, you it, know. Yeah, time flies when you're having fun. There's other agents that I'm like, gosh, they've been here forever. When are they going to leave? No, I'm just kidding. They literally um, just joined. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, yeah. So I, I was actually, okay, totally off subject, but I just have to. You remember last year when we all went to Stillwater and we had the, the party in Stillwater with all of the agents from around the state all came together and then we celebrated Hal's retirement? Yeah. Yes. Right? I had a joke planned and then like literally at the last second I decided not to because Hal is like kind of hit or miss <laughs> on that yes, stuff. Yeah. He's hard but to Hal do. was retiring 
And so I, I had this joke planned where I was going to be like, you, you know, it's, it's really awesome to see our relationship come full circle. You know, I, um, when, when I met Hale, I was in diapers, <laughs> you know, and now he is. <laughs> so uh, now, I didn't think that, that would yeah. go over well. Uh, Hal, I love yeah, Hal. I mean, would. I literally have known him my entire life. Um, yeah. He was even a sixth grade teacher. He wasn't my sixth grade teacher, but we would see each other in the hallways and he'd be like, hey, Matt, because he was sixth grade teacher and, you know, working as an agent. So love yeah. him to death. So it was really sad when he retired because uh, he's just he is an amazing, amazing, amazing human being. Um, much like our own Trent Van Ort, who has won all sorts of great awards and is is always uh, going above and beyond, and per our topic number six, giving 121%, because when he said, you know, my people deserve, deserve professional photography, but lining up professional photographers is tough, so I'll just buy all the equipment and learn it myself. Learn it. <laughs> I'll Seriously. just do it. Did you just watch a all bunch right, of like fine. YouTube videos? Because you weren't a photographer beforehand, were you? Uh, I had about zero experience in <laughs> photography yeah and <laughs> I, I i would consider myself in certain areas a perfectionist like i pay attention to detail when i'm smoking meat like that's a, like yeah. recipes <laughs> and uh yeah when it comes to how like a home is advertised like i, I really care about all the little details and so i just remember thinking uh, initially, when I, I I was one of the first agents in our office actually to to hire a professional photographer for each and every one of my listings. It was kind of a ten years ago, like nobody did that, and I started thinking about like, wow, there's so much more that can be done here with with these photos, and it seems like my photographer is a pretty busy guy because he's taking photos for other people too. He's he's only spending like a half an hour here taking photos. I feel like I I could spend more time on this. And the photographer that I was using, best photographer in town, does a great job. But yeah, one of the I, best I want, in the state. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. you know, people all over the country hire him. Yeah. Um, but I I liked having certain amounts of control. And like you guys said, it became hard to schedule because he was so good. He is so good. It became hard to schedule him. Um you know, you get a listing and they want to put it on the market tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Well, getting the photographer in there by a tomorrow is difficult. And then it takes 24 hours to get the photos back. So it became kind of a logistics nightmare. Um, but then I noticed other agents in our office really, um, they also kind of had the same concerns like, hey, we need photos, we need them quickly. And I just thought, you know what, I want to learn how to do this. And if I can do it, great. If I can't, you know, I'm not out anything really other than like $4,000 in equipment. Um, so I spent, <laughs> I spent, I, <laughs> I probably spent like a hundred hours just like taking online classes, watching tutorials. Um, and just really like when I decide to do something, I want to do it like really, really good. I don't want to just like, eh, I got a camera now let's go take pictures. So yeah, I did spend a lot of time on it and, uh, Actually, I've really learned to enjoy photography. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's kind of a fun thing I do. And I think my clients and some of the other clients uh, from the realtors in our office enjoy them. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah, they look amazing. 
really, really good. Yeah, I mean, we've both, Matt and I have both hired you multiple times now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's definitely not just, uh, oh, you figured out how to point and click. They're like, that's, that's a, a skill I did not have. Yeah, I, I, and, you know, because I did, I hired uh, this other amazing photographer for so many years. I, I do want to give him credit because I, whether he knew it or not, I, I went to every photo shoot and was shadowing him and watching and learning. So I did not that he was actually uh, intentionally teaching me. I did take that as, you know, some sort of apprenticeship. So, um, so thanks to him. And just an all around awesome dude. Yeah. He's like a cool guy, you know, he's like one of the best and he could totally have the biggest ego ever, but (laughs) anyway. Um, Wait, are we talking about me or photographer let's move on um <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, so uh so here's some tips some tips from affiliated agents around this subject so um help with utility transfer schedule cleaning have carpet steamed or other needed services prior to closing um actually we now have the centric new one out with home concierge mm. uh that that our uh, clients can use um so that kind of helps with that um, the, the next one is understand you are providing an experience that will be remembered as a life event. I'm just going to pause right there that it goes on, mm-hmm. but like, this is what they click, uh, you know, life event on their Facebook, right? The, the, I sold my house. <laughs> it's an important thing to these people. And sometimes we just treat it like a transaction. Right. Um, and, uh, because that's, you know, it's just the next thing we got to keep on going. Um, but we're literally there it's i always say it's such an intimate thing because they will always remember where they lived when x like i knew i know exactly where i lived when my son benton was born i yeah. know exactly where i lived when emerson was born and you know just the memories of having them in that home and you know we still drive by it when we go through shakopee every once in a while i'm like look benton that was your room right there um Anyway, so you have an extraordinary opportunity with each client to make this an epic experience to look back on with sincere gratitude. Um, And then last one is help them out after the deal is closed. Make follow-up calls and send send handwritten notes, which are not old-fashioned, by the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are clients for life, not the transaction. Host an annual party for all your clients. Um, That's a cool suggestion. Um, We always say, you know, our yes, they're clients for life, but we also want to be your realtor for life. You know, you you get sick and you call your doctor. You notice a weird-looking mole, and you call your doctor, right? You you have these people that you go to. You 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 have your accountant that you go back to over and over and over again. You go to your uh, attorney, some you know, <laughs> over and over again sometimes. Um, and so it should be that when a client is like, you know, I'm considering orange carpet. Maybe I should call Trent. See what he thinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Right? The no. answer is no. No. I didn't see that one on the parade of homes. No, no. Not this Maybe year. next year. Next yeah. year. You know what I did see a lot of what's growing is people painting the ceilings to match yes. the walls and painting the trim to match the walls, which yes. used to be like such a no-no. And now it's like the crown is green, the walls are green, the ceiling is green. Welcome to the green room. Next, so, we have the pink room. Everything is pink. <laughs> so my sister is an interior designer. She actually has her own company down in Southern Missouri. And I watch her Instagram posts and Facebook posts and she'll Snapchat me stuff. And it's like, what are you doing with that? Like gloss 
dark paint on the ceiling you know like mm-hmm. blue and you're just like whoa this is a thing and yeah. and then when she gets the, like at first you're going no this is not good and then when she gets the whole thing done and it's the the room's decorated it's it looks so cool yeah uh, i don't you know some people just have a talent for coming up with this stuff and and it's not me <laughs> but i will copy it yes <laughs> i love instagram for that like great idea taking it taking it this is mine now <laughs> yeah that's right oh <laughs> uh, gosh well michael you got any uh motivation to head us into the I the week do uh you know i know how much you love a good quote i do you probably already know this one because it's a tried and true by our dear friend winston churchill i have or, lots of winston churchill uh yeah. or winnie as we say yeah. uh <clears throat> take me to church michael <laughs> all right <laughs> Gosh, I had to march puns all over again. <clears throat> okay. Uh, the quote says, a pessimist sees the difficulty in every opportunity. An optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. Uh, I love that one. Yeah. And I mean, there are, there are, how do I want to say this without making myself sound terrible? <laughs> there are obviously <laughs> difficulties in life and some some days are more difficult than others and then sometimes it's it's just a day where you don't even have the energy i i this is a true story the other day i had the worst migraine of my life and i turned my phone started ringing and i turned and looked at it and audibly said out loud why are you harassing me (laughs) and i was like (laughs) That was a difficulty at the moment, but I'm like the audacity of this person to call me on my phone during normal business hours. What the heck? <laughs> One time. Right. Uh, anyway, no, but if you, if I could see the opportunity presented in the difficulties, the opportunity <laughs> to speak with someone, work with someone, grow some, fix something, you know, that would probably turned around my uh, perspective pretty quickly. Might not have turned around the migraine, but at least I would have been a little happier about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Pessimist sees difficulty in every opportunity. An optimist sees opportunity in every difficulty. That's I right. love that. That's good. That's a good one. Thank you. Well, um, Trent, any uh, final parting words? I just want to, before, I'm going to ask you, hey, do you have anything to say? And then I'm just going to keep talking, okay? Um, <laughs> That's so, good. Uh, yeah. Uh, Trent, thank you so much for joining us. Um, you have just you've knocked it out of the park for your clients and customers for years. Right. And, um, you're an investor yourself. And so you not only, you know, help those people buying and selling their dream homes, you help those people who are, um, looking for a a real estate investment. Um, and, uh, and you practice what you preach, which is awesome because you know exactly, you know, what, what goes into it. Um, and, and I will say real estate has pretty much always been, the investment that grows wealth the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe not the fastest. Yeah. Not, maybe not that right, but but it is, you know, that you're going to have the, the, the steel tycoons who is like, oh, steel is the greatest new thing ever, and then whatever. And then the coal tycoons, and then you're going to have the oil tycoons, and right? But the yeah. one consistent thing is real estate. Yeah. It continues sure. to make people money on and on and on and on. So um, yeah. obviously we want to help investors with that. We want to make sure that our sellers are making money and, and that our buyers are getting in at a good enough price where they're going to make money at some point, right? So um, great job on doing that. You've won so many great awards and, uh, and it just 
th those are just a reflection of of, uh, of the appreciation I think uh, all your clients have for you. So thank you for being uh, relentless and for being a part of our team. We, we love having you around. You're great at the meetings. It's always fun to hear your, your perspective and uh, you have a lot of knowledge. So we appreciate that. Thank you very much, ma'am. means a lot to me. Yeah. Say any, uh, any final thoughts before we send off from anyone? <laughs> no, I, I just want to say this was a lot of fun. I, uh, I have never been a part of a podcast before. I usually just listen. So there you go. <laughs> cool. Check it off the, the 2021 goals. Yes. I, I'll add on because Matt said about real estate investing. There was a quote. I don't know the exact quote, but I do remember it was by Oprah um, <laughs> talking about like real estate being the best investment you can make. Um, and she's like, why? You can't live in your stock portfolio. <laughs> you don't get to live in a mutual fund. <laughs> I love that. That's right. That yeah. is, yeah, that is good. Uh, you get to enjoy it every day. Yes. Yes. All That's right. That's great. We'll say make it a great week and let's, uh, I guess, focus on trying to find the opportunity in every difficulty. Absolutely. Don't forget, you can check us out on all the great platforms. Uh, so, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Anchor, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public. We're all over the place uh, with this. And uh, we're on Facebook and Instagram, or you can even listen to our podcast now right on our website, therealtybros.com. And you can shoot us a message at contact at therealtybros.com. All right? Sounds Thanks, great. Thanks, everybody. Have a great Ides of March. Thanks for listening to the Realty Brothers Podcast. If you liked this episode, please help support us by subscribing to the Realty Brothers on your favorite podcasting app. And of course, your five-star reviews are always greatly appreciated. Be sure to also check us out on Facebook and on Instagram as The Realty Bros and at our website, therealtybros.com. And we would love for you to join the conversation. Send us a message at the link in the description below. Message us on your favorite social media platform or shoot us an email, contact at therealtybros.com.